Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 45. And as always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. We recently got done with a couple of episodes around a dad roundtable discussion. We talked about a couple of different topics. I would love to hear your feedback if you thought that that was fun, engaging, whatever, um, or if you didn't like it. That's cool too. I want to hear that. Email me, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Um, all right, now I have a very special guest today. Thank you. Tell, telling his story of, of fatherhood. This is Chris Miller. This is my cousin. It's a pleasure to be here. Happy to have it's you Always here. a pleasure to hang out with you. Yeah. Yeah. Our, it's very special, uh, the situation that we're in, because our daughters, uh, you know, are basically growing up together at the same yeah. time. It's, it's Ellie, a very Aria cool- and Hayden are yeah. all around the same age. That's, our, that's great. Yeah. My, our, uh, well, so my, my niece, uh, that's my sister's- daughter your cousin ellie mm-hmm. that's uh she's she's the middle one of mm-hmm. the three girls and uh actually i have to have ken we've been trying to connect with ken ken's going to be on this show at some point so Good. stay tuned to that now uh for the folks who aren't familiar with you chris you want to share who you are what you do and your family yeah so my name is chris miller i'm obviously like alex said, I'm his cousin going on 26 years strong now yeah yeah so um i'm 26 uh, i've grew up I was born and raised in Prince William County, Virginia. I li- currently live there right now. Um, I'm a firefighter for Prince William County. been doing that career for about th- just over three years now. Thanks for your service. Oh, well, thank you for that. Um, <clears throat> I was a volunteer prior to that for about four years. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is Stephanie Miller. She's 25. We've been married for going on four years now. Yeah. We have a beautiful daughter named Hayden. She's 11 months. She'll be a year next next can you, month. Can you believe that, dude? Here it's we are. A, it's year incredible later. how fast time flies. Like you literally blink. I know. Like the Kenny Chesney song says, you yeah. blink, dude. I, and it's and it's it's so funny that you, you said don't that blink. song. You never. You shouldn't. You shouldn't no, blink because it's going to be gone. Yeah. Like I, I, I. That's a song that actually was resonating with me the other day because I forgot what we were doing. We were. I mean, it, it really, I, I could say it really about any situation. I'll sit there and watch Arya just sitting there, uh, like, laying on the ground, playing with, like, little Legos and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, on you know, propped up on her elbows. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, it's a kid. She's a kid now. Yep. She's not really, like, a baby. What happened? They start doing something new every single day, and you know they're growing up. Yeah, so, so what's that been like? Here you are a year later. How do you feel? I feel like, like you said, it's moving too fast. I mean, she started crawling probably about three months ago. Yeah, and that's when I was like, okay, now we got to really it's keep track time, on her. Baby. We got to make sure that she's not getting into electrical outlets. Not okay, wait, stuff hold off up. Shelves. S- tell that story literally. So, <laughs> as I said, so Hayden's only eleven months now, but she's already figuring out little ways to get past all the safety stuff that we have put in place, obviously to keep her out of harm's way. Yeah, she can actually pull the electrical socket protectors out. That is, so, I can't yeah. even pull those out. Yeah. Like, it, how it takes a while to get those out, even as an adult. So, yeah. So, uh, the story was it happened to Stephanie originally. And I just said, Stephanie's my beautiful wife. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, she went upstairs just for a quick second to grab some laundry one night. And uh, she came back downstairs and she had pulled it out of the socket and she had it in her mouth. And <laughs> Stephanie literally dropped the laundry where it was right over there and said, no, Hayden, like you cannot be doing that. And yeah, yeah. The good thing about Hayden is she knows what no means. Yeah. So she knows that if it's something that we don't like, she's very aware of it. So 
Yeah, that's the funny story. Well, that's good for now because at least in my my experience, Arya knew what no meant. And then all of a sudden, now she doesn't. And uh, she's doing this like very selective listening thing mm-hmm. it looked actually All like, are like that yeah hayden was doing that upstairs yeah. too i noticed that when you guys were calling her and she was crawling yeah. away yeah shoot whenever we roll her r's she can roll her r's if it's yeah. something fun that she likes to do yeah. she'll just keep on doing it over and over again that's so funny man yeah. it's so funny so uh now tell me about what what does fatherhood mean to you at this point like you know it, what did it when you were when you guys were pregnant with hayden when um you know and, and up to this point what what is fatherhood meant to you? So I mean, just starting from the beginning. Um, obviously, when we found out that we were pregnant, it was very a very special moment. But you know that you go through those nine months, and as a father, you don't really feel, I guess per se, like the love that maybe a mother would feel because obviously mm-hmm. the mother's carrying the child. But I tell you what, day one since she was born, it's been like a new world, and it's been like I've had a positive outlook of what fatherhood is. Yeah, and every single step of the way, every single month. There's a new challenge, but there's a new thing to look forward to as well. So and uh, so, you and I have the common experience of of holding your daughter for the first time. That, that's something that was very special for me. I, I had always, you know, thought, hey, you know, if I if I have a kid, like like something in my gut was like, I'm having a girl first, and that mm-hmm. was very. Um, I mean, here we are. And, and so like, that was very impactful for me holding my baby girl for the first time. What girl, was that like? Girls are the best. It's the best. Isn't it? I mean, obviously I'm sure you're the same way too. It's like, Oh, I want a boy, you know, I want someone yeah. to throw baseball with, or yeah. I want, you know, I want someone to be able to relate to. And then you have a girl and you're like, girls are the best. Oh my God. they're fun, And man. you fall in love with them immediately and you don't want to leave their side. And like you said, every single day is like. Mm. waking up to a new experience and that amazing it's awesome it's yeah. awesome not saying i mean i'm gonna hopefully one day i have a boy i want a yeah. boy eventually but me too it's, but you uh, know it's what? very that, special being yeah. a father and you definitely learn about your patience yeah for sure at the beginning so, so just as a father in general g- give sure. us an example with patience yeah well let's say that you know what what was a, a good moment where your guys's uh patience was really tried with I mean, I would say the first four or five months of us having Hayden was, I mean, we're in a unique situation, maybe not unique to some people, but we, you know, we had a very colic baby and she had a lot of intolerances to a lot of different food groups. I mean, that was, uh, that is actually, well, I don't know. I mean, like when I look at uh, Hayden and Ellie and Aria, kind of the three of them, Mm -hmm. like y'all had a challenge. That's yeah. a challenge. I mean, we all had our challenges. Yeah, in but that—I mean—that was something, you know? you know. But yeah, I would—I would say our challenges were a little different, um, and I think it made us not only stronger as parents, but it made us stronger as a married couple. Um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of nights where Hayden would just not stop. You know, she would obviously she was obviously in discomfort. We do everything. There are certain nights where we had to call the doctor to get advice. And there are a lot of there are a lot of moments where you know we had the coach in the locker room kind of pep talk you know yeah you know I was standing in the nursery and Hayden was Hayden and Stephanie were rocking in the chair and Stephanie was crying and Hayden was screaming crying yeah and I had, kind of had to pull the gang together and say you know what we're gonna get through this yeah and no matter what it takes yeah we're gonna make sure that we get through this so eventually you know Stephanie was very ins- you know she insisted on continuing continuing the breastfeed. No matter what, she wanted to breastfeed to at least the six month mark. Mm-hmm. So Stephanie had to change her diet. So she had to eliminate all dairy products. She had to eliminate nuts, soy, 
uh, red meats. We eventually found out oh. all red meats because red meats was really, really messing with Hayden's gut. So man, she. Um, but we figured it out. And yeah, and, and not only so. So I mean, really, not only is it is that tough for you guys because you know your kid is going through all that. That I mean, that's a something that was affecting your wife and, and her everyday eating habits, like everything like mm-hmm. that. I mean, she had to really change a lot of her behavior yeah. to cope with Hayden's situation. But, you know, I mean, as a parent, that's what you do. You, you, exactly. you own it, you handle it. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt it was stressful. And, you know, if, if Stephanie had to maintain a certain food group, then, I mean, I was going to stick with that food group with her. If she yeah, couldn't, I mean, that was my next question. Yeah, obviously yeah. we didn't buy milk in the house. So, you know, we had to drink almond milk and... You know, we never had steaks or burgers in the house because then that would tempt Stephanie to maybe want to eat that. And, yeah. you know, you 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 got to ride along with your partner and do what they're doing because, it, you know, they feel a sense of support. And I think, honestly, that helped her out a lot. Yeah. You know, supporting her as much as I try to. You know? yeah. 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 I think that's, fair. you know, ride or die, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Some ride or die till death there you go sure. um so let's talk about what uh influences that you've had in your life um as far as parenting goes um let's start with your dad so yeah. so my uncle don um yeah. completely different don if you listen to my gaming podcast joystick and mouse there's a don miller on yeah. that show my father don miller not yeah. the same don miller as my uncle it's especially weird i know yes. uh it turns out miller is a common last name who would have thought you know who would have thought yeah <laughs> Uh, well, like what's, Smith. What sort of things did uh, did Uncle Don do uh, as you were, you know, growing up that you, maybe you find yourself like following suit? So yeah, I see. I mean, I I kind of notice a lot of things in my personality that I can relate to my dad. Um, my dad's a really silly guy. Yeah, and he's always been like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm a silly guy too yeah. at some points. Um, I can't say I'm as silly as my dad is, but I think definitely some of the parenting aspects that he has. Um, shown over the years i've definitely carried it on i'm very silly when it comes to hayden hayden yeah. enjoys it you know babies like that kind of stuff oh, she's you know? so silly too man yeah she's got that yeah she too. gets it she gets it from the miller that's side. that yeah Hugh that's side. that miller side it's it's definitely a miller side thing i mean look yeah. at our grandfather he's oh so man silly too you know that's somebody <laughs> he's else the best kind of silly oh that that's somebody else you know i i talk about you know my dad and sort of the impact <clears> that he had uh, i think about people like grandpa um like my abuelo uh, uh you know my, my abuelo passed away uh, oh my gosh! It's been it's been, what, been four over, years now. It's four or five. Oh well, no, no, over ten years. You got married, right? Yeah, it was like oh, 10, yeah, sorry. ten years. Sorry, yeah. Um, but you know, all all those people in our like, I think about. I mean, Grandpa is a is a has a great work ethic. Um, great work. I mean, yeah. he, he's still working. It's today, carried on in the Miller family for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know, just I mean, hard working people. Um, you know, good character. Uh, so uh, grandpa's a fantastic role model too. Um, you know, another, uh, another parent worth mentioning here is your mom. Um, Absolutely. your, your mom passed away when Aria was born. Yep. The day of the day of she, when, when uh, she passed yeah. away around 4am that morning. Yep. And, and Aria was born about five hours later. Yep. And so, uh, you paid homage to your mom in in Hayden um, by yeah. her middle name Lorraine. Absolutely. So yeah. so so what sort of you know you uh, you coming into this parenting thing? Uh, what what is it like? About ten months later? No, not not. So she died in May. It was it was about um, 
May and then November. Six six months. Six months. Okay. About six months later. Yeah. So I mean, what was that? What what sort of emotions did you feel? What sort of uh, experience was that? So I feel I felt like I missed out on a lot. Um, I felt like I would have wished that my mom would have stuck around at least for Hayden to be born. That way she could at least hold her. So that in that aspect, I knew I would have wanted something like that. I knew that she was getting more and more sick. Yeah. And as soon as the doctor said that they were going to have to stop radiation, um, you know, I had a gut feeling that it wouldn't be too much longer, unfortunately, yeah. um, just because I knew that she, my mother, first and foremost, she was one of the strongest people I've ever met and probably will ever meet. Um, I mean, she she suffered she, with cancer. for She had cancer back in 1998 and she fought it. She had stage four ovarian cancer and she fought it in two years. And then it came back in 2013, metastasized in her lungs and various parts of her body. And eventually it, it won back in 2017. But, yeah, but so, freaking four years uh, yeah, of fighting. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of it shows you how strong she was and how much of a fighter she was because the fact that the drugs, as soon as the drugs stopped, I mean, it was she was done. Like, yeah. she, was, she was ready to let it take its course. And it was hard to watch. But yeah, um, I, I guess going back to answer your question... I, yeah, I, the one thing is I wish I would have could have seen my mom's face when Hayden was born. Well, like, I think in person, and I like yeah. I'm a, I'm you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a religious guy. I believe that she met Hayden. Yeah, I know she met Hayden. I know she's still around. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very. I mean, I believe in that kind of spiritual sort of thing. Um, but I, I just wish I could have seen the look on her face when I gave her Hayden. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I do. So the um. I I think back a lot uh, when I think of you guys, and I think back to that video of you guys videoing your mom presenting, "Hey, this you know you're going to be a grandma." Yeah, and that that and that's what I imagine. So when I I see see a lot of different things when I watch that video, I see um, happy. She was very joyful to the Mm -hmm. fact that Hayden was you know going to be part of our lives and that we're finally going to you know start a family. I also saw that when she started crying that she had a she knew that she wasn't going to be around when Hayden was going to be born. And she had that that sense and she knew that the cancer was taking over and that eventually it just was going to be too much for her. And yep. you know unfortunately she always said, you know, if the cancer came back that, you know, she does, she's not sure if she can make it again and you know, it was it was for sure very rough to see her pass away just months before yeah. her first grandchild was born. Yep. And but um you know what? It's she's still around. We I still I, have yeah. memories of her in the house. Just before you walk into Hayden's nursery, on the left hand side, just before just before she died, oh we went to hospice one day and we actually um put ink on her thumbs and we got her thumbprints. And we were in the house clearing out one day when she was in hospice and she had a quote in one of her binders and I'm having, I'm drawing a blank of what the quote was. I'm, I'm going to think about it later, but it's posted on the wall just before you walk into yeah. Haynes nursery. And it, every single time I walk in the nursery, I see her. Yeah. And that's it, so it important. Just, it reminds man. me, it, it definitely helped me through like the colic days. Cause yeah. like I would walk into the nursery and I looked at my, I would look at mom and I'd be like, 
you can do this. Yeah, that's so important. You know, it's she fought for years for this. Yeah, I think that the strength our parent our parents uh, bestow on us throughout our childhood kind of transcends into how we're able to continue to build that strength and and, and pass it along to our kids. Absolutely, um, we take stuff from both of our parents. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, like I and. Uh, you know, you talked about that momentum. I was actually hoping that you'd bring that up because I I remember yeah. um, seeing that, and uh, I I think about that a lot when we go into um, in Aria's nursery. There is this wooden. Um, I'm trying to explain it. It's it's like a, like it's a wood carved Goofy and Max, like like Disney, you know, Disney Goofy and his son Max. And like it was, it was carved and painted by uh, Deanna's papa. Uh, that's her her grandfather who passed away in October. Um, not this. Uh, sorry, it was actually October. Like, yeah, a year from this month, he had he had passed away. But he had just done that and was holding on to that for Aria for Christmas. And he wrote on the back and everything from Papa. That's special. And and he was uh, and, and in the past, if you guys are, are listening here and you have an opportunity, go back and, and listen, look for an episode called Tribute to Papa. And um, that that was the episode that I that I did where I, I reflected a lot on his strength. And that's that's something that that really kind of spoke to me as a parent, something that, you know, uh, that 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 theme of strength is something that's so important to have. As, as a parent hold on to for the rest of her life you know yeah and that and and so similar thing like you just kind of look yeah. at it and you're like you know what that's that's papa i'm also a firm believer in the spirit like you were talking about Absolutely. with um there there was i you know i i actually i don't think i brought this up on the show this happened um about a month ago now there was a a time where you know i put aria to bed most nights and because I, I really love just like kind of holding her and feeding her and stuff and you know kind of giving her i give her a pep talk before mm-hmm. before bed uh, you know explaining okay you're gonna sleep through the night we're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna do it you're gonna wake up in the morning we're gonna play all day yeah and, and you know we say a couple prayers and everything and there was this one time where um maybe for a couple nights in a row she would be done with her milk and then she just kind of smile and wave at nothing just at nothing she'd be like hi you know like that and one night, you know, I said, I said, Aria, um, Aria, who are you waving to? And she said, Abuelo. Just like that. She's never said that word in her life. Wow. Never said that word in her life. That's and and you know, we, we refer to my dad as Abuelo, but she doesn't say that to him. Like she doesn't call him that. Mm-hmm. But plain as day, dude. Plain as day she said that. Yeah. So and and there will also be times where we're just walking down the like the street or whatever and or the sidewalks and she'll stop at a bench an empty bench and just start waving you know it's like oh you waving at papa you know like stuff like that like I, i'm a firm believer man i am too i am too and there's there's been plenty of times i'm not saying that you know i'm not saying that maybe she saw my mother but there's been plenty of times just like in the same situation where hating to be in her high chair and she would just look away at the wall yeah. and just start laughing yeah and just start laughing out of nowhere yeah and you know, it, it could be just a coincidence and it could be Maybe. just something where she's just acting playful at that time. But I, I like I like the fact that I, I want to believe that you know, That's mom, important. mom's still around. She's protecting us. She's still having interaction with her yeah. granddaughter. Rationality know? aside. I want to believe that. You know? Rationality aside. I think it's important for us to have that 
too. Um, whatever kind of gets us through yep. coping mm-hmm. with with loss, coping with um, losing kind of an anchor from a from a parental perspective. That's exactly. a, that's a that's an important thing, an important quality to have. Um, now, okay, so you're a football fan. Absolutely, I'm a huge Redskins fan. Shout Kinda, out Chris Biscopi because he's a fellow oh, basketball. Basketball. Ooh, I'm sorry. Oh, you just basketball. I just that was brutal. <laughs> That's like when people say a booty boo to me yeah. instead of albisu. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chris. Forgive me. Forgive <laughs> but, me, brother. You're, you can bash both, me all you want. You're both uh, big skins fans. Oh yeah. So sure. I asked him this question. I'm going to ask you. What happens if uh, Hayden ends up just loving the Cowboys? I don't see her. See, I'm being very, very. In, I'm in a denial stage right now when you ask me that because I don't see her doing that. But what if, she, like, teenage years, Dad, I'm rebelling. I go, I'm rebelling. Then she'll eventually learn. She'll eventually learn the ways of what the right thing to do is, and the right thing to do is to be a Redskins fan all the way. <laughs> like, there's no other option. Have you bought her a jersey yet? Yeah, she has a jersey. Yeah. She has a shirt. She has a onesie, and she's a. Uh, She's rocked it a couple of these uh, football Sundays. I'll have a sip of gin real quick. Yeah, that's uh, we're we're actually for folks at home. We're drinking this uh, really nice gin that is from uh, Ko Distilling, which is over here in the the Manassas area. And it's this gin that is uh, just kind of flavored in. Uh, well, I don't want to say it's flavored. It, it's finished in a whiskey barrel, so it's got a little it's bit of a, good. of a tint of of yellow to it. Um, the tint of yellow is from me peeing in that bottle. Oh yeah, so oh, that's. Well, but other than that, it was finished in. A, that's where the bitter aftertaste comes from. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Okay, that's all my right. own little added secret. Um, well, thank you. No, in all seriousness, though, it's it's very. It, I like it's, it's, it's good, a very yeah. it's a very different sort of gin experience. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's a tangent. But going back to the Redskins. Yeah, going back to the Redskins. So, Stephanie is like not a football fan at all, and she doesn't understand why I want to watch football on Sundays. Like <laughs> okay. she's. I love her to death, but she just doesn't. She's not a football fan. Okay, so I can actually see maybe Hayden if if she becomes more of a mommy's girl, she's probably just not even going to care about football anyway. So I'm going to try to convince her to. Like I have football a feeling be you'll a be Redskins successful. Fan. Yeah, I think so. Just get together with Chris Bascopi, Bas Bascopi, 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 whatever it is, <laughs> and, uh, and and go watch uh, go watch Redskins. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, father daughter situation. Get a championship before. the she turns age 14, 15. I don't know. At this rate, like, so we're a divided household. Um, I'm a Skins fan, if you can call me really a fan, because I just freaking can't stand it anymore. I, kinda, I've been, I've been over it. married into Ohio State. But I, I, I married into, yeah, yeah, like Cleveland stuff. So the Browns are, like, they're doing the things Browns, right now. yeah, Mayfield's doing his thing up which there. Which kills me a little bit, because I freaking hate Baker Mayfield. He's a little Yeah, he's very jerk. cocky and very smug. Yeah, not, not a fan you know of him. But it works for him. I guess. He, I guess he's, like, so far, he's only started one game, and he's a... He, I guess he's a. He all, won the game. So he, he won the game. In, uh, well, no, he came in. I guess they lost. They lost Sunday, right? Uh, well, they they were treating the previous guy for a concussion, brought him in, and then he won the game. Yeah, he so brought them back. I think so. I think he lost his first official start on Sunday. So that, I mean, that's just par for the course yeah, for the Browns. It is par for the course because apparently, no Browns starting quarterback like who like their first start they've. They haven't won since like 1998 or something. So. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's only, it was set up for that. So. Yeah, so like, I mean, this is going to be a divided household from an NFL perspective. Not that we really watch that anyway, mm-hmm. uh, because we're, we're big into, uh, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. 
I'm a big okay. Ohio State fan, That's and okay. I love it. It's fun. They're good. It's a dynasty. It's it's just intense, man. It's good stuff. So um, we, we took Aria to her first football game um, back a few weeks ago now, and uh, that was quite an experience. So yeah. when are you going to take Hayden to her first football game? I don't know. I, honestly, I'm not a big uh, FedEx field guy. I don't like FedEx Field. I don't like it very much either. They uh, well, they just got new management this year, so hopefully stuff changes. Um, but most of the time, just like with any other football stadium, people get hammered drunk in the parking lot, yeah. And then they'll go in and it'll kind of uh, divert away from a good good experience. Yeah, that's from my a true football yeah. fan. So I think eventually I will bring it to a uh, a Redskins game. Um, I can't give you a time range. I need to bring myself to one first. <laughs> when was the last time that you actually I went to I think the game? last time I went to one was, um, I, I want to say, I think it was like when, maybe a couple years after Sean Taylor died. I think oh, it was wow. like 2009, 2008, 2009. Uh, 2008, uh, 2008, I think. I might, I might be missing a game, later. but I, that just kind of tells you how often I go actually go to Redskins games. It's, yeah. also, it's just a hassle, dude. I, honestly, I'm, I'm the kind of person that would rather watch it on TV. Yeah. You're in the yeah. comfort of your own home. I like to listen to the announcers and yeah, hear uh, viewer insight and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I have a feeling that that she will be end up being a Redskins fan, I think whether so she knows too. it or not. Deanna's very much the same thing. Like you know, she grew up. I, I wouldn't say her mom didn't like football; just wasn't really like she wasn't as into it. She's her mom's into it now, but yeah, you know, she Deanna is. Um, is one of the most aggressive watchers of football I've ever seen in my life. I mean, she yells at the TV. It's That's like, awesome. It's like a whole thing. That's cool. Um, she makes Arya cry during games really? because she gets so she excited. Gets all she's, mad she's and she's like, what are you doing? Oh, oh gosh, I'm she sorry. Gets, like, she gets like, Arya starts, when interception Arya happens. Starts, oh, what's going on? Yeah, Why I mean, is mommy getting so mad? I can still remember when I was introduced to football. I was 11. Yeah. And um, I went to my dad's house for the weekend. And my dad, I mean, dad, obviously, my dad's a huge Redskins fan. Yeah. I mean, he can, he can uh, name up history when it comes to the Redskins like yep. anything you can ask him a question he'll answer it um, I feel like Aaron's the same way our, yeah, our uncle all yeah all uncle the Aaron. siblings are pretty much like that um but uh it, were, it was a Jets Jets game and we're sitting in his living room and we were watching it and that's when I started liking football that's when it clicked really so ever since the age 11 I've just been die hard and your football. brother your brother's a big oh fan yeah he's too. huge I mean you know you know how Brandon is he, yeah. he'll look up someone on the internet he'll remember it for Forever. years on end yeah. so i mean he loves football he likes looking up the history of the team and he'll you know he'll he'll hit you with the, with the knowledge and the facts like every single time he sees you i love when it, it comes to you know redskins anything washington sports so. oh yeah yeah he's the man yeah you know um I, I think back a lot about you know our childhood growing up we were all very close uh, we, very we always so. we always hung out um i look at the situation that aria ellie and hayden are in and i'm like you know this is a great opportunity like kind of kind of experience a similar a similar thing um do you ever think about things that we used to do as kids and be like oh that'd be fun to see them go and do it's funny you say that because i was actually i was thinking about like our childhood on the way here today yeah and i remember at grandma's house we used to play roller coaster in the basement and we would turn off i think you and brandon would set it up oh yeah yeah. you'd put katie and i in this little chair and we'd squeeze (laughs) in next to each other and you guys would turn off the lights and like use flashlights to scare us or yeah. like you know, we'd roll pool, you around the pool table that was sitting in the basement. Yeah. Like we'd always just like you'd like throw pool balls and like scare us and yell and yeah. 
Roller coaster was always like I feel like it was always on the agenda whenever we went oh, to of grandma's course. house. Yeah, it wasn't that, a roller coaster. It was just peanut, us pushing you around. Peanut in butter a, milkshakes. Oh man, grandma's peanut butter milkshakes, man. Doesn't get better than that. Our grandmother, uh, me and my my mouth started watering as soon as he said that. <laughs> it literally just started. Well, you especially like the peanut butter milkshakes. Oh, man, I'm that was still your jam. Fiend. I'm a fiend for peanut butter. Um, our, our grandparents are from Kentucky, um, and so there's always just like good, terrible for you food that Great food. they make. Root beers are always in the fridge. Root beers uh, and, and just good food, man. And grandma makes this peanut butter milkshake that it's so simple, man. She it's just freaking throws it's peanut but butter. But grandma made it. Oh, but grandma made it. And, and her <laughs> ratio of whatever she does to scoop out that peanut butter and that vanilla and then pour a little milk in there. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Nothing better. Nothing better. Yeah. I, I, it's funny that you said uh, the roller coaster thing because I was thinking about that too. I was like, oh, I wonder what sort of shenanigans that yeah. they'll get into. And the, the summertime Bush Gardens trips were, were the best too. Oh, man. I was that actually was thinking always, about- Those were always good. Yeah. I was thinking about Bush Gardens the other day because I was like, man, I haven't been there in years. I haven't been there in years. It's probably yeah, been at least five or six years. It's changed um, a lot. Well, they're doing a Christmas thing this year we might go to. Yeah. We're doing, um, we're taking Aria to, to Disney. Uh, oh. around late November, early December. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. We want to do that eventually too. So uh, that that'll be that'll be super cool. Um, so we'll we'll do that, and uh, that that'll be her first. I'm trying to think, like that'll be her first like theme park experience. She's gonna have a blast. I mean, that's it a good Ellie starting point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. So. Um, yeah, we were like, you know, and uh, a lot of other parents will will agree. You know, when you take your kid to the theme park at that age, you're not doing it for them. You're, you're doing it for you. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay, everybody. It's okay. Everybody listening, that's okay. Because you need to be able to experience that feeling of walking in there for the first time with your kid while not having them completely jaded by the fact that – or or. You know, like if you take them too late, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's just a guy in a costume." Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want that to be their first experience. You want their first experience and subsequent experiences after that that are hopefully close to that mark, where it's like, "Oh, this is the magic." You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and that's gonna be Arya in November. Yeah. She's gonna yeah. be like, her eyes are gonna be wide, her mouth's gonna be open yeah. whenever oh, yeah. she sees all the costumes. Oh yeah. And she's gonna be laughing. You oh, guys yeah. gonna be getting eating good food. I'm jealous good. food down there. It's gonna be real good. Yeah, I haven't been to uh, Disney World since ninety nine. Ninety nine. When I was a kid, yeah. When I was a kid, I haven't Bro, been to do Disney yourself World a favor, since then. man. I've been to Florida plenty of times, but I haven't been to Disney World in a while. So we would definitely want to bring Hayden when she turns maybe two or three, maybe even before we uh, have her next one. We'll see. It just kind of depends on yeah. things fall out. Yeah, fall yeah. out on the table and. Uh, we want her to have that experience too. That's going to be fun. Well, you know, I like to end the show on a, on a uh, sort of a words of wisdom, and yeah. you know, we've had a good conversation reminiscing on on our childhood, how we hope that our, our kids kind of grow up in a in a similar way with with similar experiences, and kind of talking about the 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 themes and the strengths that our our ancestors, if you will. I feel like ancestors mm-hmm. is a little bit of a a strong term but you know our 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 parents our grandparents etc have brought in and influenced our life with what sort of words of wisdom would you give to somebody maybe who's been in your shoes uh, or or who's in your shoes right now um, perhaps about to be in your shoes as about a parent, to be a father about to be a father 
what would you say to them? You know, I, I think, you know, they say on your wedding day that, like, even though there's craziness going on around you, there's everyone coming up to you, congratulating you, and all of a sudden it's it's gone and done in an instant, and all of a sudden your wedding's over with. Yeah. But they tell you to take a breath and soak it in and just enjoy the, the moments and enjoy and remember everything that happened. Remember, you know, your vows, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think, you know... When it comes to your children, is spend as much time as you can with them. And yeah. a lot of this stuff that you may be enjoying now can be put on the back burner. And um, I've been fortunate enough where, you know, the way Stephanie and I schedule work is I'm with Hayden for a 24-hour period. And then Stephanie's with Hayden for a 24-hour period. And we yep. we do it on our own. And then we had that one day together. But I think, you know, just spend a, spend as much time, soak all the memories in. Patience is a virtue. It's not going to be easy to begin with, especially when they're an infant. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, value those times that are challenging and value the times that are fun. Well, and one day they're going to be all grown up. And uh, I, I haven't know. seen that yet, but it, I know mm-hmm. as soon as she starts walking down the aisle or even when she graduates high school, I know I'm going to bust out in tears. So it's brutal, dude. I, I'm not, I, I think about it and it, and it, <clears throat> it kills me a little inside. I think yeah. that it's also worth kind of talking about, from a colicky baby perspective, mm-hmm. you know, you guys had a rough four or five months. Let's say somebody yeah. listening to this show is going through that currently with their kid. But what would you say to them? Be there for your wife. Yeah. Put your wife first. Yeah. Because your wife ultimately, especially if um, your wife's breastfeeding, which mostly mostly colic babies or breastfed babies, be there for your wife as much as you can. Like I said earlier, give them pep talks. Tell them they can do it. Yeah. Do things for them. Make their lives easier. Don't. You have that. Make sure their job is to focus on feeding the baby, putting the baby down for a nap, and you take care of everything else. Yep. And all the other, like I said, all the other stuff can wait. If there's dishes in the sink, like just leave them there, because there's more important things to take care of. That's right. Um, so just be there for your wife and yeah, be good. the most loving and supporting husband, because it's not going to be easy for you either. Your patience is going to be tested, um, in all yeah. aspects of early on. You know, I've said it before. I've I've never experienced wit's end until I've been a parent. I th- I, I thought I was gonna die those first four or five months yep. of like a heart attack or something because uh, all the stress yep. levels. My I have lost more hair than I was already losing. Yeah, I'm already getting white hairs. Oh, me too. It's uh, all in my beard. I mean, it's, it's it's everywhere. So yeah, it's geez. it's fine though. It's I look back on it now. And, you know, at the time, Stephanie and I were like, we're one and done. We're not having any more kids. This is horrible. I don't want to go through this again. But I look back on it now and we learned a lot during those times. And like we we're going to take stuff from, you know, what happened then. And if our next baby is colicky, we are pretty much going to know what to do. Yeah. 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 Uh, And knowing our luck, it's going to be a completely different game. Yeah, you know, like it's like gonna be, it's gonna be your your yeah. next kid is gonna be like the easiest thing in the world. Oh, because he or she's gonna be an angel, and we're gonna like we're gonna be ready, and we're gonna be like bared down. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we're just gonna relax and be like, what just happened? Yeah, like you're just tense for nothing. Yeah, and then our experience our experience was uh, was fairly positive, and we're gonna have a little hellion. I know it. I know it. 
It's gonna, yeah. It's, it's gonna be great. It's happen. gonna be great either way, though. Yeah. Our guest today, Chris Miller. Thank you very much. Oh, it's a pleasure. Appreciate you being on the show. And Thanks. again, it was fun. for uh, for anybody listening to the show, if you'd like to leave us a five star rating on iTunes, um, certainly do appreciate that. The show's the Dad Chronicle. Um, and also there is now an ability for you to become a patron of this show. So if you would like to donate any money to help support and fund this show and this project, head to the There is a become a patron button in the top, right? Um, I'll give you a shout out on the show. Do appreciate any sort of support that you can give. So until next time, we'll see ya. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.